Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 to 39. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of the judgment of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified him, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember those earlier days after you had received the light when you stood your ground in a great contest in the face of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You sympathized with those who in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need perseverance so that you have done the will of God. You will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. And shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take the truth and plant it deep in our hearts. Shape and fashion us in your likeness that the light of Christ may be seen in all our acts of love and deeds of faith. Amen. Phew. What's happened to 2016? It just came and it's flown by. Yes, despite the years and the days flying by, we can see there's a lot for us to learn. Usually at the end of a period, or of uh, end of a year, 
we normally go through a time of review or evaluation. But there's a lot of things that we could pick up from what has happened in 2016. Good things, I mean. For example, when I was preparing this little meditation, one event that struck me was the Paralympics at Rio in the summer of this year. I just wondered how, what those Olympians would have gone through. First, to be qualified, selected, and then the rigorous training that they had to go through. And the amount of work that they had to put in, the perseverance that went in. They didn't stop till they finally competed in whichever arena event that they took part. That's a great lesson for, at least for me, that we can see how one perseveres. A young teenage lad went, um, got his driving license, so he went to see his dad to find he could work out a deal how to drive the family car. But the father said, uh, son, I see your grades are not very good. You need to improve on them. You need to spend more time reading the Bible. And, of course, your hair is quite long. You need to have a haircut. Well, the boy thought, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I'll settle for that. Days went by. After six or eight weeks, the father met this boy again, and he said, yes, I can see your grades have improved. You're also reading your Bible regularly. But your hair is still growing long. Oh, yes, Dad, I've been thinking about that, especially when I read the Bible. You know, there's a lot of people in the Bible who have long hair. You know, you see Samson, John the Baptist, even Jesus, he had long hair. So the father smiled at what he, his son and said, yes, that's true, but they all walked wherever they went. So my reason for sharing that illustration with you is to bring to mind another patriarch who also had probably had long hair. I'm not too sure about that. But he was faithful. That's Abraham. And all the apostles in their epistles make frequent mention about Abraham. Abraham was another man who, unlike us, did not have all these resources, but he trusted God, not knowing where he was going. Now, the reason why I brought these two illustrations to mind for this meditation is about perseverance. Now, the passage that was read to us is titled, A Call to Persevere. Now, not looking back as what happened in 2016, when we look ahead in 2017, I think there is a great challenge for us to persevere in our walk of faith. Now, the basis of our journey, our spiritual journey, starts with a covenant the new covenant or the covenant of grace which was effected by God's 
plan for his son to die on that cross, a sacrifice that was perfect, conclusive, and eternal. Now, you probably will read a bit of that covenant and the sacrifice, the details of that is in the previous 18 verses and in the previous chapters. But we will stick to uh, verse 19 to 29. Now, God, when he gave us his covenant, he actually established our position in Christ. It's a sort of a, we are qualified to do that spiritual walk with him. Not only providing us the position, but he also provides us a promise that he would write his laws in our hearts and mind, and he would forget, forgive all our sins and lawless deeds and remember them no more. Actually, the writer of Hebrews is actually recalling Jeremiah's uh, verses in chapter 31, where he talks about the new covenant. Now, because God actually writes those laws and truths in our hearts and minds, he sets the internal standards for us to work and walk with him. Not external standards of observances and rituals, but something that really motivates and sets our passions. Now, faith is a matter of heart, mind, and will. The heart that is convinced and convicted, the mind that knows about that, and the will that is exercised to follow that in faith. So, it is important for us as we start our journey in faith is to trust him and yield to his spirit's control. Now, so we see our position and so when we start our walk, even just like our walk after our Sunday meal, we need to know which direction we are heading to. So the next point which you would see in verses 19 to 26 covers the, our aims in our Christian walk. Firstly, it is to draw near to God with a sincere heart. And then it is to hold fast or have a firm grip on the hope that we have in God. Because God is faithful. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. And he has never failed. So it's to hold on to those promises and that hope that we have in him. And then, the next point that the writer of Hebrews tells us is to consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. And then to come together and encourage one another. Quite similar to what we are all doing now. Now, I'm reminded of the embers in the fireplace. If you just take a single ember and place it in the side all by itself, it would soon lose its light and heat 
and ultimately die. But if you take that same ember and put it back in the fire along with the other embers, you see that ember lighting up and burning and joining with the other fire and adding to that. And that's quite similar to our lives as Christians. When we work together, when we meet together, we are supporting and encouraging one another so that God's purpose can be made known to the world around us. And God is actually depending on us as his children for us to demonstrate to the world around us that he is true and that he is the great reality. Again, going back to our walk, as we go out for walks, I'm sure many of you see fences and hedges and probably some warning signs. So the writer of Hebrews also from the next section, that is verses uh, 26 to 31. Sorry, I didn't get it right. He talks about these stern warnings, something that's very stern in the entire scripture. Having established our position, it's very important that we do not neglect that covenant that is trampling that covenant, the Son of God, and also is treating that blood of that covenant as a common thing, and then insulting the Spirit of grace. But all these warnings are not there just to frighten us or to scare us, but they are there out of love because God doesn't want us to continue in our pathway of sin. He wants to protect us and give us the best that he can offer to us. Just as those fences and those barricades or barriers are there to prevent us from slipping from our track and to protect us in the same way God does that for us. And moving to the last section of the passage, which is from 32 to 39, the writer of the Hebrews tells his readers not to throw away their confidence that they have. They have been doing a great work in supporting their fellow Christians, even to the extent of sharing their property without grumbling, without grudging. But he says, keep don't quit. Keep persevering. You know, sticks and stones are thrown at fruit-bearing trees. But despite all that, the tree doesn't stop yielding fruit. Unless, of course, it gets some kind of infection and dies. But no matter how many stones or sticks are thrown at those trees, they still continue to bear fruit. And there's another lesson for us. Despite all that happens around us, we are still called to persevere and walk, trusting in our God. So my dear friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Let us ask ourselves, do we know anything of Christ dwelling in our hearts by faith? Can we truly say that we are living the life of faith in the Son of God and that we, through our experience, have found Jesus Christ as precious to us? These are very solemn questions and need serious consideration. Let us therefore search the scriptures deeply and diligently and pray over them with a sincere heart. For in doing so, we will taste more of the joy and peace that he offers to us. So let us firmly be resolute that when we live the Christian life in faith, despite all that 2017 throws at us, we will continue to persevere in faith with the help of the Holy Spirit so that Christ gets trusted, we get helped, and others are served, and finally God gets the glory. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, for your word and for your truth that you have revealed to us through your word. We pray, Lord, that you would take us now, renew our hearts and minds, and fulfill your purposes through our lives for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.